America needs a tidal wave of the old time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey everybody and welcome to Believe It or Not, the show where we believe it. Or do we? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, no? Uh, no. 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 I don't, I, I don't I'm going to go with no. I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a second. Um, not, no. No. Never. I got a question for you though. Yeah. Um, what's your uh, life's mission? My, uh, get paid, get laid. Hello. um i i don't necessarily know if i i have a specific life's mission Mm. i guess i don't know just you know do my thing yeah same out there do that thing get out there eat eat pepperoni pizza yeah we've talked before on this uh program on this um podcast uh, about missions trips Mm. and how shitty they they are uh-huh. Um, and how it's like the white savior complex. It's the what else is wrong with them? They take away from the local economy. They they do a lot of just damaging things. Mm-hmm. But I thought today we wouldn't just talk about short term missions as a whole, but we would talk about one organization that does missions trips. Yeah, they are called Youth with a Mission. It's not a mission like Mission Impossible. I tell you that. Youth with a Mission. Youth with a Mission, or more commonly known as YWAM. YWAM? YWAM, yeah. Okay, for Youth with a Mission, okay. When I Googled Youth with a Mission, I got so many of their websites. Like, the first three pages, pretty much, it was like their main website, the Wikipedia article, and then all a bunch of their websites. How many websites did I have? So many, because each base they have these bases around the world they're all independently run so each base has their own website so they're almost they're almost like franchisees yeah basically like a franchisee there's no over like there's no governing body of it it's like they're they're given the resources they're given how to do it and there is like you know the central hub but it's not like it's yeah it's like a franchise but they're fairly autonomous yeah exactly but I think part of it, too, is that that blocks it and pushes down all the negative stuff that would come up otherwise. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's a smart way to do it if you're driving traffic, yep. right? And because suggested, you know how like when you Google something, there's like those suggested searches on the bottom of the page? I'm going to read yeah. you the ones that, that were there. Um, YWAM Exposed was the first one. YWAM Complaints. YWAM mm-hmm. Canada, that just makes sense because we're in Canada. Uh, YWAM <laughs> yeah. Abuse, Is YWAM Safe, YWAM mm-hmm. Dating Rules, YWAM Lawsuit, and YWAM Ruined My Life. Oh, gee. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. they're doing really good. They're doing really well. And another thing, too, is when you click on these, yeah, they have these, like, there's other YWAM pages that, like... 
kind of debunking, but like the ruin my life one, they tried to spin it as like, why when ruin my life and uh, my old life and made me on fire for Jesus kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> so they try to get Are ahead of serious? these ones too. Yeah. Oh no. Cause it's a giant business. Like you, th- we should, uh, we should start doing that for this podcast. We should. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not ruin my life. <laughs> I was a good Christian and now I'm not. Now I'm not. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about some of the history of the group and then Ugh. why uh, people don't like the group. Yeah. Well, that. we already know they're everywhere and they're franchisee and they got a good marketing team. Yeah. So that's what we know <laughs> so far. That's what we know so far. That's what we know so far. Yeah. Started in 1960 by a gentleman by the name of Lauren Cunningham and his wife, okay. Darlene Cunningham. They were in their early 20s. I think he was 20. And uh, they decided in 1960, yeah, they decided they wanted to start an organization and, and help people get out there and get the Lord's word out there. And they said, yeah, their purpose was know God and uh, to make him known. So they wanted to help people, these kids, these youth, to know God better and then to go out and help other people. He was 20 in 1956 when he got the idea. Uh, he was attending the Assemblies of God College and he went to the Bahamas on a missions trip and decided that other people should get on that, get out there, get the word out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then he married Darlene, 1963, and they already had 20 volunteers by that point, and and they they're stationed around various places in the world. Yeah, so then they they started really doing their summer of service thing, with kind of a precursor to a lot of the short-term mission trips that have become super popular in this world of mission trips, yep. and get those kids out there and get them, you know, doing doing the Lord's work. Right now, it looks like yeah, they have 25,000 short-term missions, uh, wow. mission volunteers a year. So 25,000 volunteers every year. It's a decent amount of people each year. Yeah. In 1974 is when they started the Discipleship Training School, which is DTS. And that's for people who want to lead missions in the future. So this is once you're right out of high school. And it was also in the 70s that it, they stopped focusing just on teenagers and young people and basically anyone Opened could up to anyone. yeah could go on these right. mission trips and they would have mission trips for you know older peeps as well mm-hmm. the dts so, oh, sorry sorry no i was just going to say this dts thing so is this like a paid course that they take yeah so like, the, is this one of the ways they make their money and kind of self kind of police things or whatever yeah exactly and so like all their mission trips are funded mm-hmm. by the volunteers who are going on mission trips oh, same with the dts so you're not a staff you're you're paying to be there right. eventually you can become staff but yeah for that you're paying to be there and there's like a quote-unquote degree that you can get or a graduation thing at the end where you're certified to be a ywam leader they've also done ship ministries so they buy like whole ships and mm-hmm. go around with those little didn't uh elron hubbard do that yes he did <laughs> Yep. <laughs> we all know how that turned out. <laughs> so, yeah, they call that their maritime arm. Um, of, of, <laughs> their, na- their Navy. Yeah. <laughs> of the YWAM. Uh, <laughs> shot down with that. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's where they bring medical supplies and stuff like that into into areas that need it. So they'll take the boat and go around to different coasts and stop in. And then you can, They I think they hop off and set up an area and they give people, you know, vaccines and other things that mm-hmm. they need which is the good part of it i guess like yep yeah but it's also it also is like if you're doing something 
good with like an intention of you know making it i, I don't know it, it always feels like doing good but with an ulterior motive exactly and then it never really feels like I guess they're still doing some good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that part of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't like the ruining the economy and, you know, pushing things on, on poor, disenfranchised and, you know, yeah. not well people. I think that kind of part of it is really shitty. Yeah. Also, <laughs> the exploiting of uh, youths and young people exactly. is also pretty bad. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, the whole like you can have this thing, but you got to hear about Jesus thing. It's like when you're yeah, yeah, when like your step grandma would be like, "I have some candy, but first you have to give me a kiss on the lips." And it's like, yeah, that's pretty grandma. Gross. Nobody wants that. <laughs> no, and uh, not, not your chap <laughs> cold yeah. sore lips. She's, you know she's gonna try to slip you that tongue. <laughs> she better. Yeah, she did actually. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Not not with me, but with my brother in law. It's a whole story. Oh wait, uh, wait. Actually, yeah, she she slipped in the tongue. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but wow. Yeah, so I went in for the kiss, and then like, let's get wow. that tongue in there. Yeah. What the? Fuck? <laughs> yeah, she was like eighty. What the fuck? Yeah, just throwing that in. What there. is going on? <laughs> All right, we might not we might not be able to touch on this now. Yeah, but. maybe this will be a full episode, or we'll just talk about it for the patrons. If you want to hear more, become a patron. That's yeah, <laughs> Whew. that's a story. Yeah, and uh, they went to a bunch of different Olympics. It looks like they go to all the Olympics and just you know try to convert people. Who I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, it's such a weird part of Christianity is the proselytizing. Mm-hmm. I mean. For one thing, it's just like if if your God is so great, why does why does he need a bunch of bozos to run around the world yelling at people that you should believe in him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like it feels like a very inefficient, terrible way to go about it. Yeah, because I mean, like he was on Earth apparently, and he only went mm-hmm. to one place. He kept it local. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just keep your religions locally sourced. Yeah, and they've helped with disaster relief and stuff like that so like hurricanes and and things like that they'll send people out again that's good yeah but it's all it all feels conditional exactly yeah it's like my problem like i'm I'm not a big fan of mr beast for similar kind of reason yeah that feels it feels icky it does yeah like any he's listening i'm if he's listening i'm sorry (laughs) yeah sorry mr beast (laughs) i'm sure the people you give money to are appreciative but yeah it's like any of those tiktoks where people are like Mm -hmm. Um, can I have a dollar? And then if they give you a dollar, you give them a hundred bucks. It's like, yeah, I guess that helps to get views. And it is nice to like get a random hundred bucks that you can just spend on yourself. But like, yeah, it's just, it just feels so strange. Yeah. So I will never give anybody money. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're pretty much the most famous, I'd say, youth missions, uh, uh, association. Mm-hmm. They're very specific in their doctrine though. They, they sell themselves to, all denominations and they try to get people from any branch of Christianity to, to go. But like I said, he was at the assemblies of God. They're very speaking in tongues. Miracles happen. Yeah. Yeah. God literally speaks to us kind of thing, kind of church. 
And when you get into that DTS or when you get into preaching the gospel around the world, they want you to teach their version of Christianity. Yeah. They're not they're not like flying you around the world to to give in any old version. Like they it's very yeah, to be a, a a moderate version. Yeah, exactly. It's a very strict thing. And then if you're in the DTS, like if you're in the discipleship training school, mm-hmm. you're expected to speak in tongues. Like that's one thing that they will want you you're to expected yeah. to speak in tongues yeah so you're expected to like the holy spirit's got to speak through you and okay and, and all of that in most churches it's all peer pressure anyway like you have all oh, these 100%. people around. like yeah. if that's the expectation to do it you know people are faking it yeah like that's just that's just what it is yeah and i was watching a couple of videos today from um, two two people, and there's a couple of articles about them too. Um, Abby Townsend was one of them, and Faith Rowe was the other one. And uh, I, I believe they're both still Christian girls, um, both still like happy with mm-hmm. the Lord, but <laughs> they're, they're very happy with what he's done, <laughs> but not happy with YWAM so much. Okay. So they were they were talking about a few things. Um, so with with the DTS, they would part of it was they had to go into this room. And um, everybody sits in a circle. And again, like we said earlier, every obviously every place is going to be a little different with how they run because it is like franchisees. Everything's yeah. run a little differently. But it's run by mm-hmm. mostly the graduates of this program from like the last couple years. So you'll be in there at 19 yeah. and your your teacher is a 21-year-old. A lot of them you know, are new converts and just like crazy on fire for the Lord and they're leading these groups. But what they would have to do in these, the specific class was it was like a repentance and um, forgiveness circle. So you had to go around and you had to say whatever sins that you can think of any harsh sins you've committed in the past, you have to confess to the group. And like other people, like Faith talked about this and then other people talked about it in like different resources I, I read online. And people would like admit to like sexual crimes and stuff that they do wow. that they did. And it was like just yeah, just like awful, awful things. And then also you had to talk about people you haven't forgiven. So a lot of times people who had been sexually assaulted would have right. to talk about their assault. And and I will get more into that in a bit with like how they handle sexual assault, but like, and then you were told to write a letter to these people to that you forgive them. Oh yeah. my god, this seems like uh, this seems like it's a a fairly I don't want to say common, but it, it's something that I've heard of similar things where they basically coerce you to you know confess these sins in front of mm-hmm. people or for in front of groups of people and i th- it seems like the big thing it's doing it's it's i don't want to say it's blackmailing you but in a way it, it is, kind yeah. of is yeah it's incriminating you and it's making you look like oh you're a bad person and if you leave you're an even worse yeah. person and we all know what the bad things you've done kind exactly. of exactly it's it's like a it's a mental like a psychological manipulation to entrap people into this weird yep. cult. And you, even if they don't outright blackmail you, there's there's subtle ways that they can make you feel blackmailed and, and brainwashed oh, into totally. And um, so these yeah, and it's just emotionally draining, which also helps you helps them condition you. And then, like I said, they say they speak for God, and God speaks through them. So these like young leaders all of a sudden starts telling you what God thinks of you because of, of this stuff and you know, how you can make God 
feel better, I guess. <laughs> and then it's that shame cycle. Make God yeah. feel better. It's like that shame cycle of like how how you can appease God, this angry beast in the sky or whatever. And like the one person too, she was talking about how like they were just swearing at them and like swearing at the kids and making them feel like like shit. See this 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 goes back to like you're saying like they're trying to appease God yeah. and make him happy because he's just pissed off yeah. in the sky. So why would the pissed off in the sky be the one doing such a passive way of trying to get people yeah. to believe in him? <laughs> Don't you think he would do something like big and stupid? Because yeah, exactly. Mad? Yeah. Like if you, if you're really that needy and you're like, I need people to believe in me and do what I want them to yeah. do, then be God and do something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like, come on, yeah, dude. And, and and apparently they also had to do these things where you have to hear God's voice. You have to hear God speak to you. And they would do little tests to make sure that you were actually hearing God. And yeah. What? And so, which I think the Bible says not to test God, but here we go. Uh, <laughs> but he's always testing us, so fuck that guy, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the way it had to work was... First, you had to make very sure that your heart was clean. Um, so that's mm-hmm. what the repentance comes from. And then acknowledge that you can not really pray without direction and energy of the Holy Spirit. Die to your own imagination. What does that mean? So you got to gotta get rid of your imagination, I guess, that if you do hear God's voice, you know that it's not just your imagination, which of course it's just your imagination. Yeah. What? Ask God to utterly control you. Praise him. Deal aggressively with the enemy, wait in silent expectancy, and always have your Bible with you should God want to give you direction and confirmation from the Bible. What? Yeah, and then they would have to they'd have to go out and do these little things and then come back and say like what God told them. This is so stupid. I hate all of this. I think we should do a thing where are there like tests to like see if you're in an abusive relationship because i feel like we should do that yeah <laughs> i agree <laughs> because a lot of this is pretty fucked mm-hmm. up. <laughs> and they really discourage any any questionings of the leader any questions of like how why they do it this way or how they do it this way Another popular thing um, that multiple people have reported on was that they're very big on making sure that you believe your parents are disappointed in you. What? Yeah. So, like, this one person that did a video was saying that she she was told, like, they were in this, like, classroom setting, and it was about how your parents had let you down and forgiving your parents for letting you down. And she was saying that, like, she just had a good relationship with her parents and didn't really feel like they let her down in any significant ways. Obviously, there's, you know, you have your fights and stuff with your parents, but, like, she always thought that, you know, Mm -hmm. she had a good relationship with them. And so this guy prophesied and said that her parents actually didn't want her and saw her as a disappointment, and they resented her. And even though she never realized that, she's always had pain and stuff from that. So they made up a reason why she had problems with her parents. And this is cult behavior. This is like... yeah, it's making you feel like you're broken and damaged and this bad stuff happened to you. Yeah. It makes it feel like you're a victim and you're broken and that the only way that you can really be fixed and solve these problems is through what they have to offer you. Yeah. They're just trying to sell you a solution to a problem that's not there. 
Yeah, it's disgusting. And then, like, they're also told, by the way, don't uh, tell your parents, don't tell people how it works here and how things are done because that that doesn't keep it. You know who else says that? People who don't want other people to find out all the abuse that you're doing. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. When people are being sexually abused, what's like one of the first thing they say? Oh, don't tell anybody. Don't tell your parents. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's it's fucking manipulation. It's bullshit. Yep. Exactly. Then when you are on the missions, like I said, they want you to teach it their way. You're with your leaders. Your leaders have the ultimate authority. God speaks to them, even though some of them, sometimes they're younger than you. Sometimes they are dumb idiots <laughs> and yeah. you're never allowed to question them and if you do you're considered rebellious uh, you can get sent home and um, they try to make it like so it'd be really embarrassing for you and a lot of times too what they hold over on you is that you go around and you're asking for donations from your friends and family to go on this mission mission trip to yep. change the world and then if you walk out on that you're letting all those people down and yeah. you're a big disappointment to your community or whatever do we know how much money this corporation brings in? Because I'm That's, sure it's got to be a lot. It's got to be a lot. I'm not sure what the numbers are, but um, let me just see if I can find anything right now. Um, it might be tough because of the franchisee kind right, of thing. Right, They decentralize it. Yeah. Hide it. <laughs> it auto-fueled to YWAM money transfer. Yeah, of course you want money. Um, oh, it says in uh, 2011 they made one point. Zero zero nine million USD. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's just head office or if that's like their overall. So not like not like an insane amount, but still no. a lot of money. Yeah, because yeah, right underneath it says that Samaritan's Purse made uh, four hundred and fifty million. So oh. not Is quite that... as much as them, but no. Who's Samaritan's Purse? That's um, it's Franklin Graham is like the head of that. He's the. Uh, yeah, the president or whatever he was, I think he still is. And it's kind of with like the Billy Graham kind oh, okay. of organization, but it right, is right. its own thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's got a big backing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot of um, sexual assault stuff. Um, one one thing was there was this guy named Jared Haynes, and he's a football player and yep. um, former NFL player. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he's an Australian man, and he was in... Perth, basically hiding from the cops from oh. uh, a rape charge, and YWAM just like let him stay at one of their facilities. Oh my god! Around people who did not know what was happening, so they're just like, "Yeah, stay here with all these." Why did they men, let men, women, and children stay with them? Was he connected to the organization? Or? Yeah, because he was like one of those big Christian athlete guys that would do like speaking events and stuff oh, like that. Okay. So, so he had a, he had like a history with them or whatever. Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, you can stay with us, no problem, dude." And uh, so that got some some people pretty upset, especially like people who were in 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 that discipleship training center and they're like well so we just have to like hang out with this rapist like yeah jeez also like a lot of christian organizations when people do come forward with sexual abuse allegations a lot of times they're made to feel guilty for their mm-hmm. quote unquote part in it yeah yeah there was one where a woman was saying she woke up on a bus it was like a white way bus in the middle of the night everybody else on the bus was sleeping and she was being assaulted by another student, and uh, he told her to shut up, or he'd kill her, and like he had his hand on her throat. 
the next day she went to the people involved, like the leadership, and they said not to press charges until we've talked it out and had a meeting. I'll get fucked. Where he was, yeah, where the guy was told to forgive, uh, to um, ask for forgiveness, and she was told to ask for forgiveness for leading him on. That's one of the biggest cons of religion is this idea that you always have to forgive somebody. Yeah. Or that you need forgiveness. And it's also another thing to try and keep things internal, right? Yeah. It's so that like we don't want other people dealing with this. We'll deal with it internally. So Yeah. But while not actually doing anything. Exactly. Like we don't want a black stain on our No, they're just enabling toxic behavior that I'm sure most of the people in leadership are probably also participating in. Yeah. Exactly. Like why else would you cover for something like that? Yeah. Unless exactly. you're doing something unspeakably heinous that you don't want people to find out yeah another woman was told she had the spirit of jezebel after saying she was sexually assaulted as a child at a ywam base so i guess her parents were probably staff members or something i don't know all the details there but she was a child and yeah and yeah they said she had a jezebel spirit (laughs) i'm just trying to think if there's anything else to discuss i mean that's all bad stuff but um yeah so it's a lot of emotional abuse um and a lot of spiritual abuse and just like using kids mm-hmm. who a lot of times just grew up in the christian world were probably on fire for the lord like you know somebody who wants to go on a mission trip and spread the spread the word they're passionate people oh totally yeah and you're using them and taking advantage of them and Um, Well, it's not just that too, right? Like it's one of those things that kind of goes both ways. Like those younger people are going to be some of the most passionate and fervent believers, right? Yeah. And probably some of the more genuine ones. Like there's a lot of passionate people who are older, but I think there's more often there's a little less of that like authenticity behind it. Mm -hmm. But not only that, by them going on these mission trips, they have these like experiences and they think them, they think them they're very powerful moments for them, right? That all they're going to do is ascribe back to, you know, their belief in the Lord, right? And all that's exactly. going to do is further yeah. reinforce it and push them further down this rabbit hole of, you know, assholery. Yeah, exactly. And like we saw with the mm-hmm. Team Mania episode, it causes so much trauma later oh, on in life, God, too. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's been suicides, there's been suicide attempts, just anxiety. The one person was talking about how. And a few of them actually were talking about how they never had a panic attack in their life before they joined this organization. And then they were constant after that mm-hmm. because you're you're tear, torn down to your core and you're made to feel like yeah. a garbage person. And yeah, um, we're going to talk probably in the next couple of weeks about Grenville Christian College, which um, mm-hmm. my sibling used to work at. Oh, and, right. Yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, so I'm going to get them to send me all the info they have. But that was something they would do there, like um, just using your past sins against you. And yeah. Yeah. So, but it's a common cult thing. And yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on, on YWAM? Uh, they stink. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm distrustful of mission work to begin with. Yeah. So the fact that it's it's something that, you know, is already kind of borderline, you know, questionable. And then just a group that's, you know, full on awful. Yeah. It's just sad to see. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And that's another thing too, is like 
barely will somebody from leadership, one of the founders or one of the people on the board, mm -hmm. will come forward to discuss any of the allegations or anything like that. Just yeah. lip, lip sealed and, and move on and trust our PR team. But speaking of that, should we thank some patrons? Let's thank some patrons. Oh my God, wow, thank you so much. Oh, wow. thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Hey everybody, and thank you so much for coming to our Bible study today. Um, we're here to praise the Lord and take names. Mm -hmm. um, well, we're not taking any names. We already have them, and we're we're gonna right, we're gonna give the right. names to the Lord, so He knows. And I'm all out of bubble gum. Yeah, yeah. But if you did bring yeah. some gum, please share it with the congregation. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Pass it um, around. Pass it around, and uh, take one down. Pass it around. Mm -hmm. Amen. Hallelujah bubblegum <laughs> on the ground um i have a couple um thank yous i would like to to do just for uh say thank mm. you so much for supporting this bible study uh, i just want to thank so much i want to thank you katie i want to thank uh catch claw jaw ginger snaps i want to thank sarah and griffin and i want to thank seth and keith and Sandra, you are all so wonderful, and we really appreciate you, and we just lift you up uh, today to the mm -hmm. Lord, not in a sacrifice kind of way, but in an um, a exaltation kind of way. Yeah, and we, we hug and kiss you in a platonic, uh, godly mm -hmm. way, not in a non-platonic, uh, uh, bad priestly mm -hmm. way. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Uh, but I think we have a few uh, prayer requests today, too, don't we, We Trevor? do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, praise be. Praise be, hallelujah. Um, and uh, I have one for our friend Matthew here. Now, uh, you know, springtime is just around the corner, and Matthew's been going around to all the shops and asking, when are they going to put out that Easter candy? When are they going to put out that Easter candy? And... I just want to say, Matthew, you need to you need to let them let them do their job. It'll come out around Easter, okay? So just be patient and trust in the Lord that He will provide us with egg shaped candies. Amen. And on that subject, um, Haley, um, as Easter is approaching, I just have a prayer request for Haley because they still haven't taken down their Christmas decorations. So oh, what are you going to no. do? You're just going to put the Easter decorations over top of your Christmas decorations? And uh, it's just, uh, I, I worry, and I just lift uh, Haley up in, in prayer that they would soon take down their Christmas decorations. I mean, and speaking of that, uh, our my last prayer request here is for Wim. Um, similar to the Christmas decorations, they actually still haven't taken down their decorations from last easter mm. so they still have their easter decorations up from the year before um i would say at this point it would make more sense to just leave them up until easter's over but i just hope that for the following year they please take them down in a timely fashion it's it's weird seeing little bunnies and eggs in your window in uh, september yeah, it's true unless you're a bunny and egg farm that's yeah. true if you were and if you are whim i apologize and i might have misunderstood the whole mm, point amen well we lift all these people up uh, to you my lord mm -hmm. uh the lord of um podcast my, my sweet lord 
that George Harrison sang mm. about. Should we do a Christian rock lyric? Let's do it. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. All right, this is a song that I feel like, and mm-hmm. I think I saw it, yeah, I saw it on some lists of songs to play to pump your team up for their missions trip. Let's do it. I'm ready Let's to get it. pumped for the Lord. This is by a band, it's either called Seventh Time Down or <laughs> okay. Seven Eventh Time Down because it's spelled, it starts <laughs> with a seven. Okay. <laughs> Sevens don't look like S's. But, uh, yeah. No, no, they don't. <laughs> Seventh time down, and the song is called God is on the Move. Okay. Anytime a heart turns from darkness to light, anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight, anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served, I know, I know, I know, I know, God is on the move, on the move, hallelujah, God is on the move, blah, blah, blah. On the move to where? <laughs> I don't know. He's he's moving to Hawaii at this (laughs) at the YWAM head base, and (laughs) I guess I thought he was everywhere. So where is he moving to? That's what I'm confused by. Yeah, I don't know. Band, you need to rethink this. That's one of the funniest things of like, especially that charismatic like speaking in tongues people. They're always like, God is in the building today, and it's like, isn't he always? Isn't that like kind of thing? Is that that he's omnipresent? Is that he? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> am, I, am I missing something with that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in the Bible, I think he lived on a mountain, so. Okay, well, that's the thing. I, like, if he is everywhere, it's also like it goes back to during the whole quarantine thing, right? When people are still trying to go to church. Like, I still, I still got to go to church. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can pray at home. Yeah, exactly. Virtually. God, yeah. if, if God is everywhere, pray at your fucking house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, come on. Well, the Lord told you through science to not to not cough in big groups of people. But yeah, well, that's that's our uh, don't join a cult. <laughs> yeah, don't join a cult. Um, maybe don't do mission work. Yeah, help people, but don't yeah. do mission work. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, and it's hard too, like what organizations to support because like mm-hmm. a lot of them have skeezy like even if you're not going to a place to to help out a lot of those like places where it's like 50 cents a day or whatever are shitty companies too so you got to figure out which ones of those are good you got to do your research yeah i'm sure there are places out there that kind of will give you a good breakdown about which ones are reputable and which ones are yeah that's true uh dog shit yeah like samaritan's purse or ywam uh, but yeah, so have a great week, everybody. Oh, we have a merch now, so you can go to our merch store. Mm, the get link that below. merch. Get that, uh, you can see I'm wearing. I'm not actually. Um, <laughs> Don't lie to the audience, <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 